Welcome back, creeps. Welcome to your November titillating tales of true terror. What the fuck is going on? November. Yep. <laughs> Thanks. Great input there. Thanks. <laughs> um, so this month we got it was actually pretty low on the old uh, stories coming in, which is fine. I figure. Yeah, where is everybody? Well, you know, I was thinking about it the other day, and I reckon all of the podcasts were asking for stories for this month because mm-hmm. there was a lot of like Halloween specials and stuff. Or a last pick. Well, no, we ask every month. Oh. You know, so it's totally understandable. You think we bled our resources dry? No, I'm not upset. Uh, <laughs> Bleeding resources dry means like we tapped them I out. I know. That's so random. No, I feel like everybody was just, you know, sending their, their scares elsewhere, which is fine. Yeah. But we are back and we do have some listener stories for you. And they're going to be freaking amazing. Okay. All right. Um, also, I have a confession to make. I think I told you last night. I've been watching a lot of gross, um, like, pimple-popping videos. Yeah, you did. You tried to trick me into watching one, and I quickly dodged a bullet there because I knew what the fuck was coming. And I said, no, thank you. I have a full tummy. That it doesn't make me ensue. feel sick. I'm like, oh, good for you. Yeah. So, and I thought about good for this. You. Yeah, that's not a, all across the board in the human race, <laughs> Adam. Well, so I thought about it and uh, I reckon, I reckon like, you know, the way I have the audio sensitivity, mm-hmm. but visually I'm fine. Like maybe if the videos were like making weird noises, I'd be like, Bleh. but no. So I've just been watching people uh, squeezing stuff out of weird places and I cannot stop. <laughs> well first of all that sounded gross <laughs> i mean it is gross like the videos are fucking disgusting and i know they are mm-hmm. but i'm like god it looks so satisfying though yeah no i think the only thing that i'd be okay with anyone squeezing out of anything would be toothpaste out of a tube that's it you know what i like i like those videos uh, it's a recent thing and i don't binge watch them or anything it's uh, i just thought it was pretty cool to watch. Uh, those people who cut soap. Yeah, that kind of gets put into the ASMR thing. Oh, does it? Yeah. I'm not, I just like I'm... the... Wa- the I like, There's this person that cuts it like just perfectly, like slices it. Yeah. And then like slices, the slices. through the, the soap. And it all just comes like all evenly. Like yeah, it, and then it's like they start on a new slate, and I'm like, Man, and it makes loads of noise, like, yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, I bet that <laughs> smells so good. Yeah, it just seems really wasteful. I wonder, like, do they then use the soap? So uh, that was also one of the comments. Like, this seems very wasteful. And then uh, a fan, I'm assuming, was very quick to add. Uh, hey, back the fuck off, Sarah. She yeah. washes in this shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Her basically- dishes smell like what's that shit? Primrose. Irish spring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they take all that soap and they put it back in a mold because you can like... Remold it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good to know. All right. Anyway, <laughs> let's get started with some spooky stories. I can smell the Irish spring in my nose right now. Like, I don't just think from we memory. actually have Irish spring at home. Like just from memory, I can smell yeah. it. I think that's the soap that I bit into when I was a kid. You bit into soap. I ate sun sunscreen. 
gross. But it was peach flavored. Oh, you so thought it, it was smelled, gonna be. Well, it smelled exactly like the Yaple peach yogurt. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Did not taste like it. <laughs> uh, we learned. Yeah. We learned those. But that's days. what summer smelled like for me growing up. Oh, little pink boy with blonde hair. All right, so. <laughs> Tell me a fucking story. <laughs> All right. This is from Lifeless Tales. Reddit user. Reddit user Lifeless Tales. A quick intro. My name is Cash. My mother is Pakistani and Urdu is her first language. This will make sense later. I was attending a one hour shift at an elderly gentleman's house. He was in his 60s and lived alone. He was sitting in the front room listening to music cassettes while I cooked his dinner. Once his dinner was ready, I administered his medication and told him that his dinner was ready on the dining table in the kitchen. He went to the kitchen to eat whilst I sat in the front room. This is where things got creepy. He was listening to American rock songs. Then all of a sudden, I heard a lady's voice Coming from the cassette player, she said, Tumhar bete ka nam Cash hai? Which means, is your son's name Cash? This was repeated twice. Followed by the voice of my mother responding to the question by saying, Han, which means yes. Then the rock music continued to play. I couldn't believe what I had just heard. So I rewinded the tape in several attempts while holding my iPhone next to it, hoping to record a voice memo of what I had just heard. But I had no luck. Then there was a loud bang sound that came from the corridor. I initially thought that the elderly gentleman had dropped something until I saw him standing in the kitchen, staring towards the corridor, equally as confused as me. At the sight of a radiator on the floor that would have had to have been lifted from its hinges and dropped on the floor. If things weren't creepy enough, all of a sudden, one of the chairs at the dining table dragged across the kitchen, followed by the elderly gentleman staring upstairs and saying, Oh, hi, Jim. The floorboards upstairs then began to creak. After hearing that, my entire face went tight and tears of fear just started pouring down my face. The elderly gentleman walked back to the kitchen to eat his food, so I quickly ran upstairs to see if Jim was an intruder, but there was no sign of him. Luckily, my shift was nearly over, so I lifted the radiator and hooked it back onto the hinges on the wall before I said bye and left. This was one of the most terrifying experiences. Still creeps me out whenever I think about it. I've had many paranormal experiences, but not one quite like this one. Thought I'd share this with you, lovely people. Fuck that. Yeah. Do you think this poor old man was actually... Well, I guess, yeah, he must have been seeing some... I wonder who Jim was then. I don't know. It just it To me, it feels like he was just... The kid that that guy was the only one scared in all of this. Yeah, like the old man was just like, "Oh, it's just Jim." Yeah, and even then, when the radiator fell on the floor, 
The only I feel like the only thing that startled him was a noise. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. As it That's would crazy. anyone, I would suppose. Yeah. Yeah. My great granny, like, well, was she just went into a home like this last week, but she was like, she would have carers come into the house like that and like look after it just for an hour, like in the morning or an hour in the evening. And like, I would get freaked out in that house just because I knew like she had lived there since like 1940s. Like, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. an old creepy fucking house. So I can only imagine. Yeah, I don't think and I'd be able he- to sleep in that house. Yeah, I don't think so either. But like in my head, this old man lived in that house. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Also, you know what I thought the other day? She has been around since before television. Really? Yeah. When was television? I want to say 1927. When was she born? I think 1925. Oh, wow. Yeah, and television was 1927. I Googled it the other day. Because it came up on a TV show and I was like, wait a minute so like just because tv came about doesn't mean that year everyone got television sets yeah exactly like in ireland like uh it was probably like in the 50s or the 60s by the time it was like commonplace for everyone to have one i think yeah um like my granny and granddad whose house me and my mom lived in when i was born they didn't have a telephone when i was born in 1991 Mm -hmm. you know what i mean what they have how they talk communicate with the world they would go next door to borrow uh, Kay's telephone. If oh, they had wow, to, if really? They, yeah, or people would call Kay and she'd run in and leave a message for us. Wow. Like, yeah. Now, I don't know how long that was for, but anyway. Um. Yep. That's interesting. All right. And this next one is from Angela, a happy squid. Mm-hmm. And she started off this message with, I'm a patron and we've talked briefly on Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, Angela chill we know of course we are. know who you are yeah happy squid hard to forget <laughs> yeah no need for this introduction but i appreciate it and they said first off thank you so much for making fun spooky content you're so fucking welcome thank you so much for absorbing this fun spooky content you guys are the highlight of my friday mornings and probably sometimes my whole week if i'm being honest so as we've discussed i am working on a sort of paranormal autobiography for you guys i definitely want to get it done and sent in but well you've seen the outline it's a bit of a daunting task it, it's quite quite large quite lengthy um anyway i got a little impatient with with myself and decided to write in about two paranormal experiences that i've had that are very short but were really profound experiences for me the first occurred about six years ago I was working as a residential supervisor in a group home for adults with intellectual disabilities. Unfortunately, this was during a very stressful time in my life. I was in the midst of the death throes of my first marriage and was not in a good place mentally, emotionally or even physically really. So, unfortunately, a lot of stuff from this time period is a blur. All that to say, I know I had more experiences in this place And I know I heard a lot of accounts from other staff, but unfortunately, I do not remember many of them. I remember one story the staff told me about hearing a female, which she assumed was the other staff on duty at the time, talking very aggressively to one of the residents in their bathroom. The staff went to tag out with their co-worker because whatever was going on in there, it sounded like the co-worker needed to take a break and go cool off because they were talking to the resident in a way that was unacceptable. 
When the staff got to the bedroom, the resident was sleeping and there was no staff person in the room or anywhere else upstairs. I also recall stories of poltergeist activity in the kitchen, paper plates flying across the room, lights going on and off, etc. Whoa. And then, of course, I definitely remember this story. As the staff supervisor between the hours of 10am and 3pm, I was completely alone in the house. All of the residents would go to different jobs or day programs. And since there were no residents in the house, there was also no need to have any other staff on the premises during the day. My office was upstairs on the same floor as the residents' bedrooms. I would spend most of the day in my office, which was at the top of the stairs, doing paperwork and listening to music to alleviate the normally deafening silence. One day, I'm sitting at my desk when suddenly I hear what sounded like a child, judging by the sound and volume of the footsteps, running up and down the stairs, accompanied by what sounded like a basketball or one of those red playground balls bouncing down the stairs. Thump, 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 thump. Running up the stairs, bounce, 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 down the stairs. Thump, 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 running back up, running back down to retrieve the ball. And this repeated about five times as I listened, frozen in terror and disbelief. No one else was in the house. And even if they were, they wouldn't be playing with a ball on the stairs. After about the fifth thump, thump, thump up the stairs and bounce, bounce, bounce back down, I heard a different sound. Clear as day and as loud as if she were right next to me but also somehow sounding like it was coming from the bottom of the stairs. Not a vague whisper or a mental impression. An adult, an adult woman's voice shouted very sternly, Stop that. I wish this had happened to me more recently at a different stage in my life. At that time in my life I was very religious and thought anything paranormal must also be evil. I am no longer of the Christian faith and have a very different view of ghosts and the paranormal than I did then. Present day me would be peeing themselves with excitement and grabbing a recorder to try and catch some EVPs or communicate in some way. When it happened, however, I was absolutely terrified. My solution? Turn my music up as loud as it would go to drown out any further sounds and refuse to leave my office until someone else arrived for work and I was no longer alone in the house. Whoa. There's another like short story after this, but... That sounds fucking intense. Disembodied voices, yeah. And the activity up the stairs and all. Mm-hmm. I wonder if she even had a ball. Oh, like was there even the presence, like a, a real ball like a physical in the house? Ball, like... Yeah. What do you mean? Think I mean like? Did she have a good time? <laughs> no, it's like ghost kid, real ball. It just didn't com- commute, <laughs> compute there for a sec. But like now, I I've been in those um, those types of houses before, and like. There's something about them. They they just have like a heavy atmosphere about them anyway. Yeah. It's like all of this uh, emotional fucking, like you say, like the stink. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. just gets kind of left there. So I would be shitting myself just being there alone anyway. Mm. And uh, present day me, who loves this shit, would still shit myself. Oh, absolutely. Like, I admire you wanting to go and grab the EVP recorder. <laughs> Yeah, well, one one of the ones that one of the things that always concerns me is an attachment. Yeah, yeah. And like it it always concerns me and every time I see like ghost hunters with their own attachment issues it just 
reaffirms like it it comes in like the perfect time because i before we saw that one was it the parent paranormies paranormies on youtube yeah yeah before we followed home before the that guy had the attachment on him i felt myself getting more comfortable with the idea of investigating and then i saw that and i was like (laughs) oh right i now i remember why i fucking don't want to we'll see we'll see it's fine anyway um my next story you don't have to share this if it's too mundane but it's one of those things that has really stuck with me and i think of it often it was just strange my then boyfriend now husband and i were standing in a local gas station we were facing the drink refrigerators you know the back wall of the building with a row of big glass doored refrigerators And as we were standing there, someone walked behind us. I'm not even sure how many of my senses perceived this person. I'm not sure if I felt the breeze of them walking by, saw the motion in the reflection of the doors. Did I see them out of the corner of my eye? Could I hear them walking? I'm honestly not sure. It did feel like they were a little too close though. Almost like their arm or something had lightly brushed against my jacket. I just knew someone had walked behind us. And that whatever combination of sensations I had experienced had made me a bit uncomfortable. My husband felt it all too. Without speaking, my husband and I reflexively turned our heads in the direction that the person was walking, expecting to see someone walk past the row of of refrigerators and into the door to a back stockroom. But no one was there. And there wasn't a door. It was just a dead end. More refrigerators full of shelves of soda. Puzzled, we looked around some more. Where had they gone? There was no one. Not one single person in the main area of the store other than a cashier and a customer being run up by the cashier. It all happened too fast for them to have gotten far and there was no possible way for them to have kept walking in the direction they were going. When we got to the car, my husband and I discussed what we had both just experienced We both felt the same things and had the same thoughts at the same time. Someone's behind us, too close. Where are they going? Turn our heads to see the person who had just made us feel so strangely only to see nothing and no one. I still can't explain what happened that day, but something passed behind us, without question. It still gives me chills when I think about it. I will leave it at that for today, but I have so many stories to tell you, from childhood all the way to present day. Also, there's a full also, here's a fun little anecdote to end on. The other night I was trying to get my son, who's two years and eight months old, to sleep, when suddenly he pointed to the middle of our dark bedroom and said, Who's that friend? <laughs> I kinda love that I am on my way to having bunches of kids say the creepiest shit <laughs> or sorry, kids say creepy shit stories of my own. Thanks again. I am so excited to finally be writing in. I hope you enjoyed my stories. Love you guys. Angela. I love that her kid said, who is that friend? Yeah. Or was it, who is that friend? Or does he refer to his mom as friend? Who's that friend? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I'm pretty sure he meant, who is this new friend? And thank God, because it was, if it was just like, who is that strange man? Yeah. Gone. I would be gone. See Mm -hmm. you later, kid. Or why does that person have no skin? 
yeah. or something like that. Where's that man's face, mommy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I love the uh, the gas why, station one. Why that ghost have all those teeth and no toothbrush? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's the <laughs> dancing skeleton man. Um, but yeah, no, I love the the gas station story because it's like one of those. It's not like some fucking period ghost from like the eighteen hundreds in a frock or anything like that. You're not in a creepy old castle. It's just one small thing on a regular day in a regular place. Yeah, you know. So yeah, it wasn't too mundane. It was perfect. Thank you very much. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that one nukes video that happened in a corner store. Remember that guy? He, he There was like a storm going on at this corner store, and he was working by himself in the middle of the night. And the lights went out, and he went into the stock room, and he was hearing some weird shit happening in the boxes behind him. And then he finally got freaked out so much that he ran into his car and spent the rest of his shift in his car. I vaguely remember but I would do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I would be out of there so fucking fast. But no, Angela, those both of those stories were killer. Thank you very much. I can't wait to hear the rest of them. And uh, you have another one for us. Yes. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And this one comes from our friend Gordy. Yep, Gordy. Hi, guys. Gordy again. This story is quite shirt. He meant to write short. <laughs> and sweet. He also emailed uh, to correct himself on that as well. Oh, I saw. did he? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Apologies, Gordy. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. All right. <laughs> Here goes. <laughs> when my wife, Catherine, and I bought our house, we knew it needed a lot of work doing. What? We knew it needed. We knew it needed a lot of work doing. Like that's, that's the way you say it. Yeah, like it needed a lot. A lot of work had to be done. <laughs> it Sorry, needed a lot of work. I'll just yeah. <laughs> I'll translate this English man's English for you. <laughs> no, it is that. That's it's just an expression. Like yeah, mm. it needed a lot of work. Okay, because I was like I I was just. I was just taking the piss out of him for shirt, but now it's like, I don't even know. That was ridiculous. <laughs> All right, let's try this again. <laughs> when my wife Catherine and I bought our house, we knew it needed a lot of work doing. Eventually, we got it fixed up. Then our first child, Roshin, came along, so we decided to build an extension and have it as a playroom for her. Nice. Pretty much as soon as the playroom was finished, we started noticing odd things. We started, and still sometimes do, smell cigarette smoke in the house. Neither of us smoke. Also, we'd hear things falling on the floor in the playroom to find random things in the middle of the floor. Nothing major, just a small toy or a book. I've heard that things can start to happen when you start to mess with old buildings, but who knows? Maybe they were just a coincidence. I hear the same thing too, Gordy. 
Is that it? No. Oh, okay. okay. This, it's like we're having a conversation with Gordy, okay? Yeah, okay. Sorry, I was just about to comment. He hasn't left yet. He's all still right, here. Right. <laughs> Don't be rude. He said it was shirt. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know how shirt. <laughs> but the strangest thing to happen to us was as follows. We think this is completely unrelated to the other odd happenings, but happened around the same time. Catherine's auntie had been quite ill for a while, and we knew that it was just a matter of time before she passed away. Catherine and I were just in the kitchen talking about her aunt when our TV turned itself off, and the TV was brand new with nobody near the controls. But the strangest thing was that the very second the TV switched itself off, we also clearly heard one of Roshan's toys say goodbye with nobody near it. Soon after this happened, we got the call to say her auntie had sadly passed away. And you guessed it, time of death corresponded with the TV turning off and the toy saying goodbye. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? <laughs> Come here to me, Natalia. <laughs> no, uh, Gordy, there must just be something freaky about the name Roshin because... Yeah. My baby sister, yeah. Roisin, it's an Irish name for those who don't know. The majority of our listeners are American anyway. So Roisin is Gaelic, Irish Gaelic for Rose. So uh, it's not an uncommon name back home. It's fairly uncommon in England where Gordy's from, but I think he said his wife's family is Irish. Mm. Anyway, when Roisin was a baby, my Roisin, she was a little freak. <laughs> <laughs> so my grandmother's brother like wouldn't have anything to do with her he's like no there's something weird about those eyes she looks right through you <laughs> can't be dealing with it like he was terrified of her sounds like a man with a guilty conscience i think he was just terrified of ghosts <laughs> <laughs> but yeah and like she would she came down the stairs a couple times as a, a toddler like and would have like messages from our our other great granny who died like 20 years ago before roshin was born Mm-hmm. So yeah, that is very freaky, Gordy. I'm, uh, and no, I I love those stories though as well. Perfect, and I am convinced as well. Like maybe where the extension was built, maybe the previous owner used to go outside and stand there to have his smokes at night. Yeah, or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But while we're on the subject of Roshin's, and I don't know if she'll hear this because I know she dips in and out of the podcast. But my little sister Roshin is about to have a baby. And that's why we're going home after Christmas. Can't wait to meet all of the babies at home because there's lots of babies being had right now. But the room that the baby is going to be sleeping in was my room when I was living at home temporarily before I moved here. And I had a couple of weird experiences happen in that room. Like nothing major, but like one night the light turned on by itself beside me and woke me up like bedside light. And then I woke up one night feeling someone play with my toes and I was like oh you know logically thinking like oh well maybe like my toes are just hanging out of the blanket but no my toes were wrapped under the blanket like I do like anyway it got to the point where I felt like a fucking Egypt but I said like please like you can figure it was like a family member or something I was like you can come like stay in the house by all means but please don't come in here this is my space blah 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 and then nothing else happened in that room, but a couple of things happened around the room. And like I heard people coming up the stairs one day and stuff like that. Thought my dad had come in 
and felt like someone followed me up the stairs and stuff like that. But they always stopped at the door. But now my dad is doing up the room for the baby. And he, I woke up to a text from him the other day, which is strange anyway, because like he's my dad. We, we talk very sparingly. He's a reactionary texter, not an initiate, like initiate yeah, yeah. kind of texter. And uh, so I immediately thought, fuck, someone's dead or something. But anyway, he had been in there putting lights in the ceiling because we're both electricians and that's what we do. And he said he was just standing there admiring his handiwork <laughs> when he heard something fall behind him. And he turned around and there was a bunch of connectors, which we would use to connect wires together. Like that's their only fucking name is connectors. <laughs> and they had just landed behind him in a little pile. So I'm blaming Roisin for it. Like I feel like if Roisin were to name her little girl Roisin, as soon as she's born, I feel like a portal would open. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, best stick with uh, best stick with Sophia. Yeah, like I imagine Roisin looking like this when she was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and she'd be like, she'd look like this, and she'd be like, "I have a message from grandmother." <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I have a message from Nanny Peg, <laughs> which it was our granny. It was Nanny Peg. Anyway, to, for all of you who are are obviously not in the room with us, I was showing Adam a picture of the cat girl from Frankenweenie. Yeah, if you don't yeah. know who that is, <laughs> Google Frankenweenie cat girl, and that's who we're referring to. Yeah. Anyway, so that's my Roisin story and, well, I guess our little haunted house story. Yeah. And uh, mom didn't sleep for about a week afterwards. But anyway, <laughs> we have one last story to share. And this one is from somebody. I don't have the name here. I'll have to get it. Anyway, this story is from circa 1993. My wife and I have told other people, believing that our children did not remember what happened. But quite recently, my daughter brought it up and added more details that we did not know until now. From the time that my wife moved into the house, we could tell that something was off. The previous tenants had left suddenly. Every bathroom cabinet was full of prescriptions and over-the-counter medications and toiletries. The cabinets in the kitchen still had dishes inside them. And they had left an expensive leather coat and top-of-the-line cowboy hat in the master bedroom closet. Love it. Mm. Like free moving in presents. Free shit. The landlord, a police officer on the local force, said that one day they were there, the next they were gone. Mm. He had tried unsuccessfully to find them. Oh, like they were gone. <laughs> Damn. Using all the resource using all the resources he had at his disposal, but they had seemed to vanish into thin air. Which was a White Pages phone book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a policeman just shouting at the phone book. <laughs> Give me all your answers. <laughs> um, a fucking magic eight ball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to hate yourself for Ask that later. Ask again later. Yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. That's my magic eight ball number. <laughs> or noise. Anyway. Still, it was a roof over their heads and her now ex-husband insisted that they were making a big deal out of nothing. That's why he's the ex-husband. Yeah, this is a strange <laughs> dynamic. Anyway, we would see a bluish mist out of our peripheral vision. Out of our peripheral vision. We would see a bluish mist out of our peripheral vision, but nothing there when we turned our heads. Cold spots, 
everywhere, even with a wood-burning stove cranking out the heat full blast. Unexplained noises. Every seeming trope about a haunted house. But if he didn't see it, it was not real. We stopped trying to discuss it with him and never discussed it when the children were around. This night started like any other. We fed the kids, bathed them and sent them upstairs to their room to play for a bit before bed. While we studied, we could hear them walking around above our heads as they played since their room was directly above the dining room. Suddenly, all four of them began to scream. The sound of terror echoing down the stairs. In seconds, we ran up the stairs to their kitchen. In seconds, we ran up the stairs to their room and saw the flies. Whoa. There were thousands of flies. Every surface was covered in them, including our kids. Jesus. Oh, my God. I ushered them down the stairs and grabbed the plastic and metal fly swatters that we kept hanging on the nail in the kitchen. For the next 20 minutes or so, my wife and I killed as many flies as we could. (laughs) Swatters in both hands. Oh, my God. As we walked through the room. (laughs) (laughs) This is a terrifying story, but this is hilarious. You look like a penguin. Yeah, that's... (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Swatters in both hands as we walked through the room. The window was so thick with them that you couldn't see the moon outside. That's fucking insane. Soon, there were fly corpses everywhere. Jesus. That's grim. More like like mush. Maybe. Because, like, oh, gross. Can you imagine, like fly jelly everywhere i would never feel clean in that house again a few that we missed were buzzing around angrily but we had killed the largest part of them and they crunched under our feet as we walked across the room my wife went down to comfort the kids assess their well-being and put them to bed in the living room i grabbed a broom and a dustpan and went back upstairs to dispose of the dead bodies There was not a dead or live fly to be seen. Shut up. Every single one of them had vanished completely. Even the swatters were impeccably clean, as if they'd never been used only moments before. I called out to my wife and she joined me in the kids' room. She was just as perplexed as I was. We didn't shrug it off. Instead, it made us more vigilant in our attempts to hide the strange goings-on from our kids and attempt to discover exactly what was going on. My daughter and I were talking on the phone about a week ago about her love of horror and, sh- and slasher films, and I mentioned ghost stories. She said, I don't like ghost stories. Why not? Interesting. I asked her. Because of the night of the flies. Oh, wow. I was holding the alligator that they flew out of that night. <gasps> was that one of the things that was left behind? Her story... They were playing zoo and she was giving a tour of the animals. Oh, that's so cute. (laughs) She picked up a hollow plastic alligator that we had brought home from the zoo the week before. And while she was holding it in front of her to show its teeth, flies began (gasps) pouring out of its mouth. Whoa. She dropped it on the floor and they kept coming out until they all started screaming and we came up the stairs. She added, I've never forgotten it. It was like the alligator was alive and squirming in my hands and the flies were making it act alive. I still have nightmares about it. 
I don't like any movies with anything that flies or crawls because I remember the feeling of all those flies crawling all over us. There was a, a horror movie. Well, it's in like The, the Exorcist. Yeah, 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 that one too. And in uh, Scary Movie, remember when the Exorcist priest is like trying to take a shit and there's flies all over him? Oh. Anyway, I had nothing to say, no words of comfort to give because I too have a problem with flies to this day. Whoa. Okay, I wasn't expecting that. I need to find the... That, uh... that straight up sounds like that one. Okay, if you know what movie I'm referring to where there's flies everywhere, like randomly in that scary movie, like they had just moved into a house. Um, well, I think it's quite a common thing for... Let us know. Uh, like possessions and yeah. quote-unquote demonic ghost stories. And maybe I'm thinking of several. Yeah, and you could, I am, you could be, yeah. Let me know in the um, co- in our uh new episode post on Instagram. Yeah, we'll make an episode post. <laughs> yeah, we always do. Only if, if we have pictures. Only if we have pictures. <laughs> um, Why don't you just post up a picture of a of an alligator toy? And lots of flies. <laughs> this is what flies look like. Do you just uh, Google flies? Yeah. Sometimes I Google what I what I Sometimes, like, I'll be in a conversation. I'm like, hang on, let me Google that. And I'm still in the middle of a conversation, like, actively having a conversation. And I end up Googling what I'm saying in the moment Mm, instead of Googling what I mean to Google. So that one was from Reddit user ConfusedMuse2. That really fucking took me aback. That that was insane. Um, I know. So another story about my house, Mm -hmm. like my family home back, back in Ireland. I used to have this axolotl salamander in a tank. Yeah. And I came home from work one day and my mom was like, go upstairs and clean that fucking thing out. I don't know what it's after doing up there. There's like spiders everywhere. (laughs) I was like, this. (laughs) You're like, I don't know what he just did. Yeah, nothing added up. Like this thing was just a floating lump in a tank. Like, do you know what I mean? It didn't do anything. It didn't leave the tank. Yeah. And uh, I go upstairs. I walk into my room, which was messy because I'm messy. And there's nothing there. I was like, the fuck is this lady talking about? Anyway, I better clean up. So I start cleaning up. Or no, I go outside to get the, the, the hoover or something. And I'm gone like two seconds. I come back in. Spiders everywhere. Mm. All over my ceiling. Teeny tiny little spiders everywhere. And they all start fucking falling from the ceiling. Uh. Yeah, no, I don't like spiders. Like nobody does. And... uh so I had the hoover already. So I just started like hoovering the ceiling trying to get yeah. all these fucking spiders away. And then like mid hoovering, they all just started disappearing again. So outside my bedroom window, which I had left open for weeks on end, like which I always did. A spider had like laid its eggs underneath the windowsill. Mm-hmm. And I guess all the eggs hatched just naturally came into my window and up my curtains and all over my ceiling oh man Disgusting. i was freaked out like trying to go to sleep that night and all oh. uh, anyway so uh speaking of axolotls did you know that sometimes axolotls will bite each other's legs off and that's the way that they communicate sometimes <laughs> really yeah they, it's 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 so natural for them to grow limbs that have come off that doing that sort of thing is is so commonplace but like with the animal doing the chomping off of the, the leg it's just like me and chopping you as, on the shoulder yeah and 
it's as natural, it's commonplace as a person getting their shit, like, ripped off. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Right, read us a tarot card, seeing as we forgot to do our weekly tarot. I really like that. That was really fucking cool. Thanks, uh, Nioiti, I think their Instagram username is. I hope, I don't know how you pronounce that. No, Adam. What is it? Nioiti? Nyauti? That is, anyway, thank you for pointing that out. And you know, like, actually, as we were finishing last week's episode, I was like, I felt like we were forgetting something. Yeah. It looks like Neoidi, otherwise known as Joanna. The tarot card of the day. Here's hoping that the universe is speaking to you with this tarot card of the day. This is the Queen of Pentacles reversed. Nurture yourself and your loved ones today through practical loving action. Think of your chores as sacred. Honor your environment by cleaning it. Bless your body by eating some nutritious and delicious food and enjoying some gorgeous exercise. Bestow a little extra care upon your family, housemates, or pets. The care you invest today will only serve to multiply your abundance. When the Queen of Pentacles appears reverse, it is a signal to look at the relationship between yourself, your body, and your physical environment. You may be treating yourself badly, particularly in terms of how you're treating your body. You may be eating or drinking things that bring you momentary satisfaction, but that you know are bad for you. Pay attention to how you feel after indulging these treats. Are the long-term costs really worth the short-term pleasure? You may be eating or drinking in order to soothe difficult feelings, what is commonly called emotional eating. While this may provide you a quick fix in the moment, chances are good that drowning your emotions with food or drink ultimately leads to even more difficult emotions. When we let ourselves really feel our emotions, we can begin to get to the root of our troubles. Short-term fixes don't encourage us to grow. So, that is the long and the short of it. Basically, um, get your fucking act together. Get your act together. (laughs) You're probably indulging too much in things. I feel like that was written specifically to me because I just ate that vegan chocolate bar whole. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so like I I like when I read this, I was like, yes, I understand universe, um, because for the last three days I was really resting because I was just very, very tired and I felt actually like physically uh, reap the rewards of that rest. Uh, my body was literally talking to me and telling me, hey, you need to fucking slow the hell down because we're not used to this. we're not used to all this movement you've been doing lately (laughs) um so when i pulled this because i already already planned to go back to the gym today because i've had enough rest yeah and so when i pulled this i was like okay this is spirit telling me go back to the gym don't make any (laughs) excuses don't take the piss now yeah and i'm like i get it i was already making plans (laughs) to go Because, like, one of the things that always stands out to me when I pull this card is enjoy some gorgeous exercise. 
you know and yeah. it's like it's, the fuck? <laughs> and it's like okay i get it you're like <laughs> trying yeah, yeah, to yeah. make exercise seem very alluring <laughs> i will do it okay <laughs> oh that's pretty cool um yeah so don't basically don't be a slob if you're eating your feelings feel your feelings instead of eat them talk to somebody journal um clean house is is the clutter piling up clean that shit you know go outside do some exercise do some yoga do some fucking stretching at the very least yep okay uh thank you very much i'm gonna wrap this up right now um that was really fun actually i'm glad we did that apologies for the delay it's supposed to come out on the first it's gonna come out on the second who who who's even who even noticed anyway yeah no one really listens to these no a lot of people do just it's always slightly less than mm. the regular episodes and uh anyway reach out to us let us know tell us your stories tell us how you're feeling um whatever you want we're there message us and um follow us on youtube follow us on instagram fuck facebook because it's just like not letting me access it so i'm like all right who cares um and that's about it patreon two dollars five dollars ten dollars yeah hop on hop on the patreon train if you like there's a lot of videos out there it's about to be another one at some stage this week and uh stay tuned for friday for our werewolf conclusion Oh, the long-awaited I think you're going to like it. Conclusion. Yeah, I'm fucking sick of talking about werewolves. <laughs> I'm not sick of hearing it. I remember when you casually mentioned what the last installment of this uh, saga is going to be. I was taken aback because I didn't even know this was a thing in that I realm. Know. Yeah, I know. It's totally fucking weird. Anyway, guys, thank you all very much, you beautiful, beautiful bastards. Um, if you're still listening... We love you. You're a real one. Yeah. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. We think this is completely unrelated to the other odd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>